welcome to Get It Real with Lee and Lily. Lily. This is your co-host, Lee. And on Anchor, this is a show with no subject but let's on the table and we will be guided by the Holy Spirit. And Lily will open with prayer. Heavenly Father, we're here to get wisdom from you and share our friends and loved ones as knowledge that you have given us through the word, our Bible. Um, be present. Um, find us listeners and let's heal hearts and families and be present, Lord. Thank you for everything you have done and everything you have given us. And we love you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. So everybody, we are we are the uh, piggyback from piggyback or from the episode that we did last week. It was how we raise our kids in the presence of God. So this week we are talking about giving teaching our kids how to have the authority over the enemy because that is really vital. So literally got some verses. I'm not as prepared as I should be, but we're here. We we got it. God's gonna guide us and the Holy Spirit's gonna guide us and then just amen. Activate. Let's go. Amen. Remember when we're weak. God is strong and we let him go and that's his hand. So hey, this is perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so I am gonna start with I think I'm gonna start with Luke 10:19. I have given you authority to tramp on the snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. See? Amen. Amen. See? He's telling you, and this little verse right here, there's an enemy, and he's like he he he's like a snake, a scorpion, but with the authority, you will tramp on you. You will you will step on him. I have seen other verses where it says step on the snake's head, um, and you will you can you can, they can do, and then at the end, no, nothing will harm you. But yep. what does this mean? Like. In a beautiful verse. God gave us the equipment, the answer, what this means to us, and why we gotta get our kids ready is because we do have an enemy. So the faster you accept it and you let your family know, the more they can defend themselves and protect themselves. We do have an enemy, and he is a spirit. He doesn't have authority like us. He does not. He doesn't have powers, but he he he's in there. But nothing will harm you if. I wish I had the rest of the the chapter. Oh, if you submit to God, if you we have an armor. So there we have an armor. You know the sword of the word, the helmet of that God. Of, yeah, yeah, the armor of God. You know. So it, 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 that's Ephesians six. Ephesians six verse. I think I'll be eighteen to sixteen. Armor of God. Yep. This is the way that we are supposed to protect ourselves. Let me see if I can. I'm not that taking, but yeah. Um, you add the armor of God, and it's the helmet of salvation. The sword of the spirit. The, the sword of the word. Yeah, and then uh, feet, the breastplate of righteousness. Face. Yeah. <laughs> so all these things are things we're supposed to be teaching our kids. You know, always speak with the truth. Know your word. Talk to them about the God. Yes, read the Bible every night with them. It's actually really good if you read the Bible to them every night because it's going to help with the English, with reading. You know, mm-hmm. you want to be good reading, readers and you teach it about God. Two birds, one stone, you know? So Amen. It actually helps. Amen to read. that. Amen. And give because them it, brave and help. 
And, and also in the armor of God, if you read it, it talks about like we don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against the principalities of the world. And that's what we're talking about. The devil is obviously he's given authority over you know the the the, the demons and all this stuff. So that's what we fight it against. You know, he is obviously the head of that, and he's saying that all these little demons at different times to bother us through everything. Every time you feel like you're being tested. Trust me, it's the devil doing his work. But that's why God gives us the um, the verse, the arm of God, to protect us, and we teach our kids how to pray this every day, every morning, every night before they go to bed. Because also at night, you also get attacked by freaking demonic forces. But that's why it's so beautiful because God gives us little verses like Psalm ninety-one is another protection psalm that you can read that protects you throughout the day. No harm comes to your right or left, and the angels protect you from you hit from the stone. No weapon, you know. Even though I know weapon formed against you, is another one where you have so much and we have to teach our children how to protect themselves because they're going to go through so many things where they're going to be like, how did I let that happen? But as his parents, like we said in an episode before, we have to teach them that we are given the authority through Jesus Christ by taking Jesus Christ as Savior and it gives us the authority over all this spiritual warfare that happened and it even opens you up to see what's going on around you because a lot of times we're not even aware. We think, oh my God, um, you know, someone hit my car. You think it's like a human being, but sometimes it's the freaking enemy trying to get you off the path that you're going to because you might be going another direction to meet your purpose or to meet someone that's supposed to be in your, in your, um, to cross your path at that moment, you know? And that's an enemy. Sometimes there's so many different things. And when accidents like even happen, and you, it's not people that have really bad accidents and they wonder why they're in so much pain because that's a, a doorway that the enemy used to get into your spiritual well being. And people don't realize that, you know, and that's we have to have God and always pray the arm of God, pray Psalm 91, pray, uh, I think, um, oh, there's so many of them. Those are my two, those are my top two favorites the arm of God and Psalm 91 and Psalm 121, looking for help to the Lord. You know, yeah. we have to teach our kids this. And like Lily says, it's also helping them learn the English, learn how to write, because even the Bible teaches you so much about English as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, the enemy is watching us since the day we're born. He knows our we He has no power. He has no authority. So what he does mm-hmm. have is he's watching and he watches us and he knows our weaknesses. He knows our fears and he focuses on that. So he knows you have a fear. Yeah. He focuses on that fear and he reminds you that fear. He reminds you that fear. You have a worry. He focuses on that war, on that worry, that worry, that worry. You have a unforgiveness. He focuses on that, and that's how he holds you down. And you will never grow because he keeps reminding you. And that's the thing. We gave him that power. He didn't have yep. it, but now he has us all worried, and now we're unable to go forward or help our family or help our kids or help our our husband. Why? Because the enemy already put that fear. This is why. Um, what, who's on your mind? Who's the, who, you really have to teach your kids. They're good and they're bad. You know, the, mm-hmm. uh, I gave an example last week about the cartoon having the little angel, the good angel and the little devil on the shoulder. It, it's mm-hmm. a good way of thinking about it. Yes, it's really stupid, but it's a good way. If you think about it like that, it simplifies it for you and for your child. Like, you always have a choice. Mm-hmm. Life oh. and death, you know? So always make sure you pick life yes it's harder because our flesh always <laughs> wants the stuff that feels good that's fun but in the long run you're gonna lose a lot more you're gonna lose your first heaven you can lose your family you can lose your kids you can lose your happiness your joy for what the devil has convinced you that's fun no exactly. you have to learn how to recognize well, you know what I, I, how i my sister says oh it's not important if you follow the ten commandments 
I know it's the Old Testament, but I like it. It's it's a guidance. God, oh, Jesus, when he was on earth, he even went back to them. And yes, the Old Testament is not that important. But if Jesus kept going back to it, I think it means something. So I like to follow them. How I like to filter every thought that comes to my head or every idea that comes to my head. I just make sure that it goes through it. You know, a lot of people say, you know, that, that it's, it doesn't do none of them. I don't want to hurt nobody. I don't want to lie to nobody. I don't want my neighbor's wife. I don't want to steal. You know, like, I don't want none of that. If it, my thoughts think of any of those things, I, I just delete it. I automatically and, assume that's what it is. Yeah, because that's what, and people don't realize, like, the reason when God gave Moses the Ten Commandments, it was to guide us. And then it connects to Colossians. The Colossians is, is in the New um, Testament, where it says, now when you take Jesus Christ as your Savior, those Ten Commandments are written on your heart. So as you move through the day, it reminds you on your heart how to navigate your day. When you come across, you know, I'm going to tell this lie. When you come across, you know, all those things, God, not, when you take Jesus Christ, your heart you become a new person you know mm-hmm. and when you become this new person the devil really comes and he really tries to taunt you and, and put all this in oh you remember you were like this back in the day or remember you mm-hmm. did this but you know what i'm saying they try to remind you of the old you but you have to continue to stay, stay with god stay with the arm of god on every day pray every morning wake up like i listen to sometimes through the, when I'm, I'm driving i put on on, on my bible and I drive listen to oh my God. So my kids are hearing it. I even have it. I used to have a print. I actually reminded me. I used to have a print in my old house where I had it in the, my doorway going in and my doorway coming out. So every time, even if I don't pray, but I know I have given that that power as I'm walking underneath the, I'm the arm of God. I'm putting it on and I'm walking out the door and I'm coming in, cleansing myself, whatever testing you have my testing me throughout the day, it cleanses me again. And that's why the arm of God and Psalm 91 is one of the most powerful protections you could ever have. Because you have to continue to remind yourself that you are a child of God. You are no longer that person. Because like really probably has people and I people that try to pull us back. Oh, you remember you used to be like this when you were, you know, nineteen years old. And I'm like, Yeah, I had my kids at nineteen. I got it. But you know what I do? I walk in my truth. I don't let no one hold nothing against me. If someone come tell me, Oh, you know, at nineteen you are home because you had your child at nineteen. Yes, I had my child, my firstborn at nineteen. And I claim that I had my second at 20 years old and I was a young teen mom yes that's my life but God knew why he gave me my kids at that age you know he knew I was gonna do that he knew what the purpose I was gonna have so I claim my truth and that's what a lot of the times the enemy doesn't want you to claim this stuff he wants you to hide it under a rock and act like it doesn't exist but sadly it manifests into your life when you least expect it it manifests into marriage it manifests into how to raise your kids it manifests into your job choices everything just manifests because you're not Stand in your truth. If you were, uh, you know, a prostitute, claim it. Yes, I was a prostitute. If you were drug addict, claim it. You were drug addict. If you were, had you, if you had your um, lost to into the age of 14, 13, claim it. Don't let the enemy have power over you. Claim your stuff. Stop trying to be like, because uh, I have some cousins of mine growing up. They're probably going to hate me for this, but I don't care. They were having sex before they were married. Even though we were all raised not to have sex before marriage, some of them did. And they don't claim the stuff that they did. And now that they have their own kids, and I'm like, oh, I'm such a Christian woman. And I look at them, I'll be like, I know what you did back in the day. But at the same time, that's the enemy trying to get me to be like, little point at their faults. I gotta catch myself and be like, you know what? 
I play my stuff. If you don't play me your stuff, that is your business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't get it about other people's stuff. Sometimes they don't want to claim their stuff, but we have to teach that community you know, trying to get to that to understand. You have to, you have to claim your darkness in order for you to go closer to God in order for God to bless you. If you continue letting the enemy having power over you, you will never go and never get blessed to the full extent that God wants to bless you. Because the enemy will always throw these, these freaking rocks, sometimes it's freaking the pillars in your way because they're trying to keep you away from God and your purpose. And we have to teach our kids. That's why we believe that we should tell our kids what's going on in their life, in our lives, so they're prepared when the enemy does come for them. Because our kids, all our kids are blessed. All our kids are rewards from God. No kid is a mistake. And I, you know, get some of my nerves when people say, oh, you know, I, 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 um, like my kids, I should never have my kids this age. I never had, should, I should have never did it. And then you make your kid feel guilty. Or like, oh, my kid messed up my body. You know what I'm saying? I hate it when people, when women say that. Because every child is a blessing. It might not be when you want it to happen, but it's a blessing and it's a purpose for your child. And that's what we're going to teach our kids to have authority over the enemy. Because the enemy comes in all types of shapes, forms. You know, sometimes like the other day I was talking to my friend about, um, you know, you know, those manifestation stuff. And I'm like, you know, that's the way to the enemy, right? Because we don't manifest. We ask God. God says in the Bible, ask and you shall receive he doesn't say manifest what you want and i'll give it to you he says ask me and you shall receive it you know mm-hmm. and that's what we teach our kids stop paying attention to all these things that's mm-hmm. all the enemy he's coming with these numbers four 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 or eleven like no that's just that's not god because god doesn't talk about numbers he doesn't talk about manifesting he doesn't talk about like um going to tarot cards he tells us don't go to that mm-hmm. protect yourself from that you know, and that's what we have to give our kids the authority to know that you are powerful, we're God. You know? You know. <laughs> it's not working. I got my son over here. <laughs> He's so cute. We have to keep reminding them of this because the world is trying to delete God and try they want to make you go go get those rocks, the energy rocks. Go get these um the cars, go get your hand red, go I, I know I've done it. I know a lot of people that I spoke to, to, none of them have said they have not. Everybody says, yeah, I've been there. Oh, yeah, I play with the Ouija board. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, you don't want to talk about the enemy, right? Because it scares you and it gives you the GGs. Okay, but you want to mm-hmm. go buy rocks with energy. Okay, what type of energy? Oh, you want to go read your your palm. Okay, you know they have spirits. I have seen women that do that. They have power. I have seen them transport to a, another home, another country, and they have visited other homes, and they have told me things that were in another home that they could have no possibility of telling. They have power, mm-hmm. but they're spirits, and you have no idea what they're going to use it for. Again, remember when I was telling you me trying to raise my daughter and manipulate her life? I had no idea what I was doing because I, I, I cannot lean on my own understanding because I'm a human. I have not seen the future. I have not seen... I have not seen her heart. I have nothing. God has. So we're supposed to trust God. We're supposed to give the power to God. We are supposed to call on God. If we need help, we call on mm-hmm. him. And then he's going to tell me, he's going to give you, what does he say? 365 times. Trust me. I love you. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I love you. Why does he say it? And I believe it's because he knows it's hard. He knows the enemy is attacking us. But the first way to defeat him is knowing there's an enemy trying to attack you. And exactly. I hate it when people are 
unquote are educated that they say they're educated and they don't want to talk about the juju they don't want to talk about the enemy they don't want to talk about it because it makes them uncomfortable you're screwed already and your kids mm-hmm. you got now money education you're, you're too fancy now to talk about why you're here on earth why god created you <laughs> you know oh, like, yeah. like 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 i i just our problems are very simple to to praise God we are trying to get to heaven and this is kind of like a little trial of how our heart really is Um, I I just love this for a long time I debated I I would cry a lot because I had a first husband and then I got married again and I would always think well when I die and I go to heaven what husband am I going to get you know like I I don't know like what about my second husband like you know what's going to happen and um, I, for years, I would cry about it. Like the devil would tell me, oh, you're not good enough because you have a second husband and you shouldn't have gotten divorced. For years, he got me that. And then one day I was reading this verse that it said, um, that do not lean on your own understanding. And then that, that oh, uh, who was it? Oh, the girl with the seven husbands. So there was a girl that married mm-hmm. one son. And then the son died. So then with the culture, it was then he married the next son. And then he died. And then he married the next brother. And then he died. And then he married the next brother. Well, he married, she married seven brothers and they all died. So then she went to heaven and she told the husband, the God, God, who am I going to marry if all my husbands died? Do I marry the first one or the last one? And he's, and Jesus and God said to her, you do not, child, you do not understand. (laughs) You do not understand. Those are fleshy things. Those are human things that we need a husband because we need needs. And because we need a support, because you need a best friend, because you need somebody to encourage you to survive the struggles of the enemy. But once you go to heaven, we're just going to be praising God. And I guess we're going to see our kids and our husband. It's just going to feel happiness and pureness because no evil is going to be there. Do you see what I'm saying? It's just, if you understand the ending, we have fleshy. I want my husband to be mine. And he's only supposed to be mine. And he's only supposed to give me his attention, his eyes. You know, like, I'm not even thinking about his potential that God can use them in something. <laughs> exactly. And that's the enemy. It's like, it blocks you from seeing what it is because we are so in society where you have to have the perfect husband, the perfect wife, and, you know, it's it's yours and yours. And yes, we do become one with, but listen, we become one, but with God. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. When you get married, or you're like, I'm, I'm a relationship, I'm not married, I'm not going to get married, stop married again because of some stretch of the back. Me and my um, husband, I'll call him, we are one in the flesh. But in the center of our flesh is God. When you have God in your in your center, then you're like, oh my God, he's oh man, who's going to look at him? You know what I'm saying? You're trying, to keep, you're, you're trying to control the person he is instead of letting him be the person, he, you know what I'm saying, he already is. That loved you from the beginning, that was there from the beginning. But we always like, like, really say, we flesh him, we try to worry about with the flesh, not thinking beyond that. Like, uh, and I was just telling him, uh, oh, I don't know, and I thought I had a turn on my son oh, this morning, I saw him, I can't remember who. And I said to him, like, you know, we worry about um, my best friend, that's what I'm talking about. We worry about what happened on this earth, right? But not realizing what, what we do on this earth determines our eternity what happens when we die do we go to hell do we go to heaven you know so we too worry about oh this is gonna be forever not knowing like paul says our life is but just a vapor which means it goes so fast our life is nothing but the flower i mean the grass flower that grows through the summertime and goes away and the rest of the summer there's no there's no flower no more right that's mm-hmm. how short our life is 
But in doing that lifespan, we need to make sure we're going where is our eternity going to be. Because I know for sure I don't want to live in hell. I want to live in heaven where I'm drama free, talking to Jesus, talking to whoever my, my past families, because you know, we're all now on the same level, you know? But that's how the enemy gets you. He wants you to be controlled you in the flesh. So, so when you pass away, you end up where he is, you know, in yes. the gates of hell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And that's what you have to do. And that's why the first first thing that it should be done and deal is that you need to understand there's a God. He created yep. everything. And we do have an enemy. And yes, we should enjoy our life and be happy the way God wanted us. Which at the end, that's the actual joy. <laughs> because, yep. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I love knowing that. I have, when I was young and troubled, just doing all the bad stuff and now I, I see what's happening and now I understand what what spirits was I following what I was mm-hmm. living in lust what I was um, you know I was dark really dark I had a lot of pain I was hurting people everywhere I could and it just once I realized it was the enemy not well yes it was me but I, I do take responsibility yes it was me but I was blinded yep convinced like, over my thoughts but now I realize it was that anger that he used and that hate that he was using to make me feel that's what I wanted to do so you always want to control your mind make sure it's in the right place pray a lot pray 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 ask God give me a sign and like Tupac give me a sign no I'm just kidding <laughs> it's like yeah. ask him to give you a sign you know like to show you like where do you need me to go how do I give and honestly if you're a total mess right now you're not gonna hear one day God is so nice he's gonna hear you step step by step I remember um, yeah I was telling uh, Leora that cause I had a really strong dad a really rough dad abusive dad um, I hated men I really hated men I always thought men were like you know like I didn't have no like respect for them and uh, God had to show me like you know you have to respect men and you have to give them equality like you, you can't just because your dad did that you have to stop you know you gotta show love you gotta because that he was using me to be evil mm-hmm. the devil was using me. yeah and that's what you have to learn like the devil in the, if you if you look at the beginning right where it says genesis 3 it says the devil was he's he's a serpent right he's crafty and he's like you know he knows how to manipulate that's how you manipulate it um eve to eat the apple right and that you have to understand if she never ate the apple obviously we wouldn't have a life we have but that's how he is he manipulates to see things the way he knows and perceives you to want to see things and the way that he wants right but that's where we have to have discernment and figure out what does god want and you have to always go to god that's why god is so important and he gives us an authority to cast out the enemy just like in when for example when jesus was tempted right after 40 and 49 and the devil came and said oh you have this and you can do this and jump down here and then he he was quoting the scriptures right and mm-hmm. what did, at the end of it what did jesus say flee from me yes and all the devil could do was try to manipulate he had no power to make jesus jump down yeah jump down the mountain he had no power to make jesus have a piece of bread mm-hmm. he had no power all he could do was try to manipulate and jesus said simply flee from me and he left and that's the authority we as interviews need to have we have that power when you feel that something there right immediately go into prayer and say in the name of jesus i rebuke you and leave me and trust me you will feel so different if you believe it and you receive it you your energy just changes how you are just change you feel lighter 
because the enemy mm-hmm. comes when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. Least expect it, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And I have an mm-hmm. example of that because one day mm-hmm. I was in my house over here, like, I was in a mood. I woke up in a really, like, angry mood, right? And I'm like, my parents are not coming, so what's, what's my problem? And I was yelling at my kids and I was just, I was, I, I was on a tangent. And I, I, and I literally took a second and I said, what's going on? Why is, why is my day like so crazy right now? And I literally said, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you and, I, and you need to flee from my house. And I just knew it was an enemy because how me and Lily are, we are so close to God, the enemy even comes himself. He doesn't just send his little demons to come bother us. He sends himself, he'll come to our house himself and to bother us. And the moment I realized it was him, he, I prayed my prayer and he left. And the house got so calm after that. You know, mm-hmm. and I was like, "You have no power here. You need to go." You know, because yeah. I was so wrapped up with other stuff that I wasn't paying attention. You know, mm-hmm. and that's how much we have. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. I couldn't have said. I'm over here like a bobblehead. My head is hella shaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because like, and I need you because me and you are so close to God. He always comes to us, and we are so aware of it now. And we're trying to get your our listeners to get to that level. Like, hey. Pay attention. See what's going on. It's not what you think it is. And majority of the time, it's the devil. Like, the enemy comes in the most strangest ways. (laughs) Right? Yes. Yes. And this is why you had to teach your kids at a young age and put it in there. So when they grow up, they can discern, oh, wait, this is a natural feeling. Oh, wait, this is not normally how I act. Oh, this mm-hmm. must be the enemy. Let me start praying. Let me get on my knees. Let me pray. Let me start rebuking. In the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke any evil in here. For I am a child of God. Nothing with evil that is not inte- that is intended to hurt me must flee. Those, powers have, those words have power. So if you teach this to your kid and he's four years old, do you know how powerful he's going to be? Mm-hmm. Your teenagers your kids no no we don't want to show them that but we want to tell them ah you have to you have to be a doctor you have yeah once they go to school and universities you know what's going to happen to all these these kids they go to all these teachers that all they believe is in science and they will make them like empty-headed patient and that's it they took away the god and that's why all these people that are educated just don't believe in god and this is why look at it look at our politics thinking baby killing is good thinking that having transgender kids in school is okay teaching our kids how to molest themselves is okay like this is why because our kids went to university they were not taught about god and now they're all just fleshy thinking about science that makes no sense that is just destroying us then you come at me and tell me about global like global warming yeah god is going to come and take his people because we are doing wrong we are keeping them out of the equation. I'm not trying to be negative. I want our pace to be positive. I'm just saying, if you don't understand the little step that we have an enemy and he's little and you have authority, you can't even protect yourself or your kids. When your kids go, they're they're fighting against you. And you haven't even prepared them for it. You haven't you had to prepare your kids. Yeah. Your husband is going to go out and go work with the secretary and you haven't even prepared him yet. <laughs> you haven't oh, yeah, prepared for him. Yeah. <laughs> Your husband's going to go over there, sweet talking with all the customers or all the um, dispatchers or all the office secretaries that they probably don't know God, so they don't know the work of God. And your husband doesn't because you haven't prepared him. So he's going out there with roaring lions that want to devour your wed- your marriage because if he devours your marriage, he devours your kids. 
Yeah. And that's how the enemy works. Yeah. That's how the enemy works. That's why you, as a head, if your husband is not a Christian, as a wife, we got to step up. You know what? Yeah. I, know I, re- I started rebuking my husband. It's like, oh, there you go again. And it's funny because I always say I rebuke any evil on you. If there's temptation, I hope your truck stops working. <laughs> you know, I do it. And whenever I start getting all crazy and angry and emotional, he starts putting it on me. And I rebuke that my wife starts going crazy on me. <laughs> but, at, but at least he knows. Like, you know, yes. At least he knows how to also do that. Like, like you've taught him the tools and he's he teaching right back. Because sometimes we have to get like, even like me, I don't say that a lot to Hector. I pray, but I, I pray for him every day. I pray, you know what I'm saying? But I know he's working. Because sometimes he'll say random stuff to me. Like, yeah, that was God. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know. But you have to, you know, you have to protect the, the, the head, which is the man. And then you have, and that protects the ass and then it protects the kids, you know? And you have to, and even if, and even if you like, you don't necessarily like, people are like, oh, you have to go to church. You don't have to go to church. You can listen to gospel music. You can listen to the, the gospel or radio station. You can like, you know, Eric, oh, wait, hey. You know, you can, there's so many ways to teach your kids about the authority of God. You have conversations with them. There's so many different tools he gives us. And all we got to do is open that, open our mouth and open our hearts and teach him the right way. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> and that's it. And that's all. That At the end of the day, you have done so much. You have done God's work if you teach that to your kids. Because you taught them about yeah. God. Like he's the, the mighty creator of all this world, of King Almighty. And you tell him about his enemy, that's the one that will make him trip and fall. He's ready. Yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. You know, from there on, if he gets, if he gets a, if he becomes a doctor, if he becomes, you know, a, a pastor, if he becomes a, starts a, a healing people, or, or you, who knows what he's going to mm-hmm. do, but it's going to be, you, you got him ready for this world. And I think that's what more of us should be doing. Mm-hmm. our kids that I think that will save our generation to come exactly exactly so you want to read that verse again of the Luke so they can know where to find it and read it and and also like another verse you guys can also look into is Psalm 91 and Ephesians is 6 verse 8 to 18 I believe those are the most two powerful verses to start teaching kids now and then we're going to read the Luke one and that's how we're going to wrap it up guys and thank you for taking the time to listen to us I'll really take it away uh, let me find it because I think I went back. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It was looking at I had given you the authority to trance on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. So you have Amen. authority. Amen. You have authority. God gave it to you. And there is an enemy, and you already, you already won. Keep your peace in God. Eyes on God, and keep going. Keep going. Keep going. So thank you guys for taking the time to listen to our episode. So I hope you learned something from it. And like we always say, if you have any comments or any requests, please hit us up in our DM. The IG podcast for this is Gabriel and Lily, and my personal one is um, Lyra underscore Turner, and Lily Joel is. Bible on the go. So thank you guys, and we we will see you guys next week Tuesday. Have an amazing um, Tuesday. God bless. God bless. Bye. Bye.